Mashaba, as I understand it, um, you seem to have a problem with racially based policies such as broad based black economic empowerment in South Africa, and uh, you want them to be scrapped. Why is this? Well, uh, Sakina, I'm saying they need to really be reviewed and they need to be urgently removed. I mean, be re- uh, reviewed. And the reason why I really feel so, and I really feel so, so strongly, because we have a situation where the, the policies are today used uh, to really divide people along racial lines. They are used by the state to buy political patronage. Unfortunately, I think we've really seen what is really happening in our communities. The entrepreneurial spirit of our communities has really been destroyed because uh, the, the, our young people in Alexander have been so waiting for them to really get into business. They must first uh, align themselves with the government so that they access uh, these government uh, tenders and contracts. At the same time, while this is really happening, people are actually really destroying our economy, they are destroying our, our country. And now what about the majority of South Africans? When Parliament came out with this idea of broad-based black economic empowerment, I, I really thought, and I was an impression, that they actually meant that black economic empowerment must uh, enjoy, must benefit the majority of our South Africans. Today, this current government is, is really structured to, to benefit those that are politically connected. In the process, you will really destroy the, the entrepreneurial spirit of our people because for them, first, before they can really be business people, you turn them into politicians. And I think, unfortunately, we're really compromising our people. So we need to a system where when we redress the, just the unjust system of, of the National Party government, what we need to do, we need every South African in our communities, particularly those areas that really need the biggest help, Alexander's of this world, the deepest. We want to really give those opportunities, those entrepreneurs, an opportunity. And they don't have to really belong to political parties. So it is for that reason I'm saying this system absolutely will need to agently review it because it's unfair, it's killing the entrepreneurial spirit of our people. But what you're suggesting seems to be a notion of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, that there may be challenges and, um, uh, you know, misapplication of what was intended through the black economic empowerment provisions does that mean that, you know, because it's gone wrong somewhere or may not be uh, functioning optimally, no, no, that well, it should be scrapped so altogether? We, we, we're not going to live perpetually. Our, our, the state of our economy, I'm sure you, you're very much aware on how poor our economy is doing as we speak at this point in time. Our unemployment uh, is really one of, the biggest, uh, one of the highest in the world. Youth unemployment, South Africa is really regarded as the third, uh, as one of the third highest youth unemployment rate in the world. In the world, where we have our children being turned into into drug addicts because of the frustration of not really being given that opportunity to uh, to exhibit their talent, because there are no opportunities. Because in the process of killing this entrepreneurial spirit of our people, uh, then our people don't get employment opportunities. So what we need to do to come out with a policy framework. It's very clear that for anyone to really get into business, you don't have to really belong to a political party. You're a citizen of this of, of, of this country. Why must you first uh, uh, be forced to really be, belong to a political party for you to really access uh, opportunities in, in the country? This is totally unacceptable. But I'm sure there could be many examples that could be uh, put forward to actually dispel that particular notion. But having said that, though, what you are proposing now goes directly against what your come uh, what your party put out in the lead up to the 2014 um, elections the general elections because the DA went on to publish a document
document and which they actually vowed to expand BEE legislation to make it more broad-based and to prevent already existing... I'm in full support of what the DA wants to really do. If what we want to do, we want to really make sure that we, we review those policies to ensure that uh, they are not being used as a political uh, patronage uh, to really uh, compromise uh, entrepreneurs in our, in, in our townships and our communities. We want uh, this to really be as broad-based as possible so that our people benefit. So what does that, that mean not, in practical not, not terms, benefit, Mr. Mashaba? Not benefit because they, have, they, they belong to a political party. So what does that actually mean? Because you talk about inequality. So how do you... How do you think that inequality came about, and how do you propose that it be redressed? Sakina, tell me, how can you really address inequality when you deprive and destroy small businesses in the townships and the communities? How can you really address? We're sitting with one of the highest unemployment rates in the world. So in the immediately once you have such high unemployment. How will the poor unemployed over 8 million South Africans be having that opportunity? What I'm saying is we need to really come out with a, with a program where uh, when we come out with policies to redress the ills of the National Party government, they must uh, uh, touch every South African in, in this country who's got that opportunity. Because unfortunately our people in our communities with this high unemployment, with policies that destroy entrepreneurship in, in our communities, those are the things that we need to really work towards. So what you are saying is that we should uh, totally disregard the historical problems that beset us today because in 1994 when we voted on the 27th of April, that uh, slate was magically cleaned. But first, I'm sure you must have really been listening to me. Uh, I'm listening to you and I'm trying to make sense of it. South Africans are people in the communities that can take you any time at your own, at my cost. They take you into Alexander, take you into Soweto, Dipsloop, when really, really talk to the people on the ground around uh, how the economic empowerment is actually used, you know, for political uh, means. So, and so what he's saying is we, we want a system that can actually address this particular matter so that South Africans, regardless of the political party they belong to, must have access to those opportunities. So the current legislation, the current practice, is not actually to, to redress the, 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 the ills of the past. It is to benefit those that are politically connected. And that, is, that has got to stop. And people of Johannesburg are going to make sure that that stops. That is why the, the people are ready for change, and we're going to really implement, make sure that that change happens. And how exactly do you propose we fix this problem going forward? How do you suggest that South Africa deals with its economic and um, inequality issues going forward? Okay, the first thing that we need to really do, focus on it and to ensure that uh, we have economic activity. Because when we, you have a declining case like right now, what we're sitting with, with an economy going at just over 1%, that I think no one has got it to, to, you don't really have to really be a brain surgeon to really understand that there's nothing actually to share. So the first thing that we need to focus on is to ensure that our economy grows. That's really the first step that any government, a reasonable government has got to do, is economic growth. If you're not going to put your, your number one priority as economic growth, then you'll have nothing to actually share. Now once the economy grows, then government will collect money, our communities. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, Sakina, our children in, 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 in our communities, 
uh, they, they, they don't have uh, enough schooling facilities. Why don't they now, have enough schooling facilities? Now you, you ask yourself, uh, uh, our government didn't re- realize this a year ago because they have the capacity to actually know this. We should have really been investing in, in the best schools, in the best early uh, uh, child learning centers. Right now, we, we, we have uh, uh, the must fall uh, uh, challenge in our country, which where the government is actually directly responsible for this because all this time, for short-term political gains, they've been promising free education to our people, to our youth. Now our youth are demanding free education. When the government were making these promises in the past because they wanted political, uh, they were doing this for political electionary, didn't they then know that they do not really have the money? Now chickens have come home to road, and I believe they owe it to our students to really tell them where the money is going to come from, because that's the ones who actually promised them free education. If other youth, our students, didn't just wake up uh, yesterday and said we want free education. Government promised them free education. So, Mr. Mashaba, final question to you. Are you therefore suggesting that South Africa's uh, economic and inequality problems, the, uh, these structural problems, began in 1994? Is that what you are saying? No. Well, our, our problems in, in this country, the inequality was started by the National Party, denying me as a black South African from going into business. And I decided in 1984, I said, you know what, I'm not going to respect unjust law. And I went into business, despite National Party government saying to me as a black person I couldn't go into business. Yeah. So and now you look at majority of our people obviously suffering that process. Now we need programs to address that, but we don't need programs to address political leadership. We need programs to, to benefit the majority of our people in our communities. And they don't have to really belong to political parties for them to access those opportunities. Final, final question. Have you benefited from um, black economic empowerment at all? I've been a, a businessman at uh, Sakinda for close to 35 years. Uh, uh, South Africa happened in 1994. And, and fortunate enough, I'm also talking from experience. I started investing in the industry, the opportunities, uh, only in 2001-2002. And now I can talk to you, tell you in, uh, with experience that this will be will only experience politically connected and the few people who've got money to invest. But in the black economic empowerment in its current form, it's not going to benefit uh, the small businessman in Alexander in this so who does not really have the money and the political But have you benefited so at all? Do, we need to stop it. Hmm? Have you benefited from BEE at all? I'm saying it's, uh, I'm saying it's, uh, I'm benefited as a businessman because I have the resources. So you but, have but, benefited. But what about my fellow South Africans? How about my fellow uh, community members who don't have the money and political But if you scrap so the law, they won't benefit stop. anyway. Why do you think they're not good? Yes, under the current uh, the, the, the policies, without any doubt. So you agree with me that they're not going to have benefit. Therefore, we need to change it. We need to revise it. Okay. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Mr. Mashaba has another interview to get to. Thank you so much, Herman Mashaba, DA's Johannesburg mayoral candidate. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.